Check, check. Would you say you're all about that bass? All about that bass. About that bass? Yep. No treble? No treble. Not with me. I'm too high-pitched. I do want the adjustable bass. Uh-huh. Mm. So when you clip you your know? fingernails, do you go all the way to the skin, or do you leave, like, the rind on it? The rind? <laughs> I don't know. What do you call that? The yeah, it changes colors. The... Although mine actually does have cheese rinds in it right now. When I clip, look, I just clipped my nails yesterday. So oh, yeah? Did uh, so you ever do that test growing up where it's like, like your fingernails and it, you know, you know if you're a girl or a guy or not? Oh, uh, like this? Yeah, you got to stick your hands out or if you tuck them in. Did you ever see those little white, you ever have like a little white dot on your fingernail? No. Somebody told me that if I mean, you have <laughs> one of those white dots, that means you're Catholic? Of course. He also told me that the moon runs on electricity, though, so... Unless you listen to the Biscuits and Gravy. Good <laughs> morning, Aloha Biscuiteers. Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. And you're in for a doozy today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Biscuiteers, gravy gals, my biscuit boys in the house. It is a beautiful mm-hmm. Wednesday, and we got a great show for you today on Biscuits and Gravy on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. The voice of Gravy. And streaming nationally now. We're in every country. Thanks for passing along the Biscuit Biscuiteers. Thanks for sharing the gravy love. What have we got in the gravy train today, Vincent Fody? Oh, Chuck, we've got so much great stuff to talk about. Woo, baby. We've got a little bit of biscuits and or gravy news. Biscuits and or gravy news. I made a lot of delicious food this week. I also ate way too much food and want to talk about it. Sweet. <laughs> I didn't say I ate too much food. I said I made a lot of delicious food. Well, then why would you not eat too much food, Vincent Fody? I did. Okay. <laughs> That's just not what I said. <laughs> uh, we, and we've got a lot of stuff to, stuff to talk about for spoiler alert. Yeah, I want to spoil a movie that came out 10 years ago with Val Kilmer, and I don't like it, and the I'm going to talk more about it now. That was like 15 years ago. The Island and of in Dr. retrospect, Moreau. all those movies suck. Anyway, but that's not what I'm saying. Val about. Kilmer? Yeah, Val Kilmer. Tombstone was good. Yeah, Tombstone was groovy, bro. I'll be your chuckleberry. Oh. <laughs> Tombstone might oh. be my favorite Val Kilmer movie. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, WandaVision, the series finale of WandaVision was on Disney on, Plus. On Disney Plus, that was on on Friday. Wow. Um, so we got some cool stuff to talk about for that. Uh, some some movies and shows I've been watching. We'll spoil all that, and maybe we'll do a little conspiracy cookbook. Conspiracy cookbook. Maybe. Of course. If you're good. We're gonna talk about Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> And Hillary Clinton eating I saw babies. a picture of a guy that got a vaccine and then a tattoo of Bill Clinton with Windows 95 in the background. Oh, I did. I saw uh, that. So, whatever. Um, so, we should mention, since we're still at the top of the show, that uh, you and I are both Maui comedians. The tippity top of the show, and that's right, Vincent Fody. And you can you can follow the Biscuits and Gravy show on Instagram if you go to at Biscuits and Gravy 808. Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can also go to BiscuitWars.com. A website I actually own. And uh, if you want to send in some email, so if you want to send in some trivia questions or you want to tell us your favorite place to eat on the island, you can send that to TheBiscuitsAndGravy at gmail.com. That's sure. The, the biscuits, biscuits and gravy, gravy at gmail.com. At gmail.com. So, uh, uh, Chuck, I got a question for you. No, you don't. Oh, yeah. I also, ask the questions in this house. If you're listening to us on the radio, don't forget you can listen to all the older episodes with extended content mm-hmm. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's where we talk about the real secrets of lizard people oh, and how it affects your life. That's where it's the too hot for radio content Ooh, goes. baby. And that's you just have to search for Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Spotify. The Kraft family eats babies with the Clintons. <laughs> 
Is that what's in the macaroni and cheese? Oh, it's so creamy. Oh, that's why the box is blue. It's all the blue blood. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um, it's the cheesiest. I got a question for you, Chuck. Why? What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? Probably my favorite Marvin Gaye song is uh, What's Going On? What's going on, Chuck? Well, as you know, biscuits and gravy is nothing but home-cooked conversation. So gather around biscuitiers and ask yourself and ask all your friends, what's going on, man? We've got radio smothered and covered. So, Vince, uh, what's going on with me? Had a really great week. Ate a lot of food. I am currently making a dinner. You got some good color to you. Got some great color to me, man. <laughs> Ooh, baby. I'm Irish, and I tan super well. I don't know how that works. Mm. Don't look up Spanish history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm uh, cooking some beef right now. We're going to talk about that later in a Gluttony Club Meat Jacuzzi Adventure crossover. Gluttony Club slash Meat Jacuzzi Adventures? Yep. I've been watching a little bit of TV. I've been reading a little book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should I put it? All right. And I'm really fired up about Oprah Winfrey and the royalty. The real issue here, of course, is not. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, yeah. She's uh, Meghan Markle. Mm -hmm. They're going to come after her now. Oh, yeah. They said uh, she told her driver not to take the tunnels anymore. (laughs) I had to take a DUI education course once, and they just made us watch like a 60 Minutes on Princess Diana's death. And then we took the test. The driver wasn't drunk, right? I that's the he doesn't they don't know if he ordered an orange juice or what's called a screwball highball. Screw, uh, screwdriver. Screwdriver, yeah. Screwdriver. You know they why say they... he was drinking orange juice all night. Do you know what? <laughs> Maybe he had scurvy, Chuck. Of Did course. you ever think about well, that? He was a Brit. So well, they, yeah, they don't, they don't get any sunshine in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why it's called a screwdriver? No, why? Because back in the day, orange juice used to come in like sealed aluminum cans, and the oh, only yeah? way you could get them open was stabbing a hole in it with a screwdriver. That's how they would get it out. Oh, no way. So to mix the orange juice with the vodka, they'd have to stab it with a screwdriver in the can, and that's how they got the orange juice Did you know the can opener was invented 70 years after the canning was invented? Did you know that the trampoline used to be called the jumpoline? (laughs) No, no way. (laughs) Until your mom jumped on it. Oh, (laughs) Oh. Lordy. I got a question for you, Vincent Fodi. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5. Coming up on the show, we're going to do a lovely quiz section called Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. We're going to talk a lot about food, a lot about comedy, and a lot about lizard people. Watching stuff on TV. At first, I want to thank our listeners for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Like, subscribe us on Spotify, listen every week. And uh, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors for today, Vincent Fody. Okay. And that's Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. Today's show is also sponsored in part by Edward Norton's Antivirus. Do you have a primal fear of malware? (laughs) Don't wait until the 25th hour to protect your computer. (laughs) <laughs> Edward Norton's Antivirus, a subsidiary of Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out, you'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Ooh, baby, he's on a $20 bill and he's a terrible person. <sighs> What's so, the first stop on the biscuits and gravy train today, Vince and Fody? Let's get on it. Chuck, did you do, see... Do. Did you see uh, what I won on eBay that came in the mail? No, I actually didn't. Uh, didn't read that text at all. I won on eBay a Larry Flint autographed copy of Hustler. Hold on, Larry Flint, the guy that just died? Yeah. That made 
beautiful, beautiful nudity mm-hmm. accessible for everybody. Well, they're not making Larry Flint autographs anymore. I'll oh wow! That much. But I got I got a Larry Flint autographed copy of Hustler. Oh shoot, man! Yeah, so I got that. I'll show that to you later after the Do show. Do you? Why wait? I I could wait. If you were to tell me that someday I would buy a used copy of Hustler, I wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> I would have believed it. It depends. If you asked me, like when I was fourteen. But it's not know. sticky at all. Today's show is presented in part by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. <laughs> I also feel like we should address something at the beginning of the radio show here. Chew! Let's let's do Conspiracy Cookbook at the top. because I like it. Last week, we were very excited because on March 4th, Donald Trump was supposed to become president. He was supposed to become our 19th U.S. president. Accor- <laughs> according to QAnon, Donald Trump was going to be... Uh, secretly re-sworn in as president on March 4th, and Joe Biden was going to be arrested, and Kamala Harris was going to get out of there. Kamala Harris? Camel Toe Harris was was supposed to get out of there. Why do they call... Why can people get away with calling her that? And by the way, is that even insulting? Like, to Uh, have... You know what I mean? I think they're kind of quite attractive. You know what I mean? If somebody called me Bulge Fody, I'd be... (laughs) Yeah, I'd be all about it. The Moose Knuckle Thompson, I'd I'd love it. (laughs) I'd be all about that base. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, we should be insulting other politicians. Lay it off her, you know? Mm-hmm. Out of all the names to make fun of, no one ever calls him Clint Romney. Well, I did call John Boehner John Boner a lot. Well, you're not the only one. And then there's the good old-fashioned bitch McConnell. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Can't say that on the radio. Oh, man. Uh, but, yes, yeah, sadly, friend of the show, Donald Trump. DJ did, Donald Trump is not our president did anymore. Did not become president in some sort of secret inauguration. At what point is QAnon? I mean, I know no one said this before and no one's <laughs> compared it. But at what point are the QAnoners who I love and adore? At what point is it like a cult, Vincent Fodi, where the end of the world is coming and our savior's going to happen on this date and they all jam around and then nothing happens. And then nothing happens. And then so I they got do? the they dates just, wrong. They just it was in my the dream. The numbers were reversed. Oh, I calculated it wrong. Yeah, I calculated it wrong. It's actually March 29th. Yeah. What's so that? You're busy that March, day? OK, March let's push it back. Because that used to be the inauguration day. Oh, really? And they don't believe that any president after the 18th president has been a U.S. president. And that's why D.J. Trump is the 19th president. Oh, okay, Interesting. Well, that (sighs) didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, I know a couple weeks ago we were talking about con movies. Yes. Con man movies. All about it, bro. You know how at the end of the con man movie, it turns out the con was getting conned all along? Yep. Well, I feel like this is the same thing with QAnon. It's like QAnon was a conspiracy theorist, and then it turns out that QAnon was the conspiracy all along. Whoa. Yeah, because if you do a little bit of research on QAnon, it turns Don't bother. out that QAnon believes that the world is being run by lizard people and the rich elite. All aboard. All and, aboard. And Satanists and, Love, yep. and pedophiles, and that Donald Trump was going to battle all of them which is not true i hate all those people i'm not gonna run for president it was but those are the people that i hate it was like a a conspiracy theory that was talking about how they were going to take down all the pedophiles the only thing is though chuck QAnon was started on a website called 8chan oh no and uh i don't know if you know anything about 8chan but 8chan was actually known for two things no one is trolling people and two is hosting child pornography no so is it possible that, <laughs> may, that maybe QAnon was just trolling everybody? No, that would mean that 
flat earthers were being trolled too, Vincent Fody. Yeah. You know? I mean, ch- uh, the Flat Earth Society website, some people say, is actually a huge troll. Right. <laughs> right. That's how that's how it started. Yeah. But then they, they trolled everybody the so hard that it became that a movement. We actually all forget fifth and eighth grade earth science. We all forget that we grew up on PBS and watched the magic school bus. OK, I we know. should all remember why the earth is almost round. And you should also know that Donald Trump is not fighting pedophiles no remember fact, remember jeffrey epstein he had a place that procured juveniles for <laughs> epstein right also remember when jeffrey epstein was on trial in florida remember when the florida state attorney decided that they were not going to prosecute jeffrey epstein in like a secret sealed document they didn't even let the 65 people that accused him know about it right and it, this was legally so egregious that it actually got overturned later on down the line by one of the higher courts um so that guy who enabled Jeffrey Epstein to get away with everything, what did Trump do? Because, you know, Donald Trump is oh, fighting. Oh, he's fighting the pedophiles. He's fighting the pedophiles. Right. So what did he do to that guy whose name was Alexander Acosta? Um, I don't know. He probably accosted him and said, stop being a lizard person. No, actually, Chuck, he made him uh, the secretary of labor. Oh, is that a big <laughs> position? <laughs> yeah, he gave him a cabinet-level position. Oh, so yeah. doesn't sound like Donald Trump was— Why would you have to be secretary for people that are currently pregnant and Although, having a baby? So I don't really agree with the stuff that QAnon says. But I'm just proud that my parents haven't joined QAnon. You have to agree that QAnon did do something pretty cool because they trolled people so hard that they convinced people to storm the Capitol and get arrested. Or Mul- did, and multiple or, people and multiple people died. I mean, the real MVPs are the police officers who usually, you know, are at home beating their wives. They went to work that day <laughs> and then just literally opened the gates and let people in. I, I was just glad to see that the police were able to take time out of their busy schedules of shooting black people. Yeah. To allow the QAnon supporters into the and Capitol Asians building. and all other minorities. Okay, right. folks. <laughs> And thank you to Lauren Gogert for also enabling. <laughs> Her name is Gogert, man. Lauren Gogert, heiress of the Gogert fortune. So, but that's not what Conspiracy Cookbook is all about today, Vincent Fody. Okay? Well, let me just say this, Chuck. We here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we know and we believe that the government is being run and the world is run by a secret cabal of baby-eating Satanist lizard people. The world is a vampire. But Donald Trump's not fighting against the... He's not fighting against the pedophiles. No, he's, he's fighting against his own dementia, he's, Reagan style. He's part of them. Yes. He's, eating, he's, he's certainly eating a lot of jelly beans. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, let's do uh, some fun follow-up junction stuff. You ready? Choo-hoo! Follow-up junction is proudly presented in part by Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. They'll keep you warm, even when the temperature is less than zero. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out these are quality jackets. And also by Jude Law's Colossomy Bags, the law is on your side. And funding for biscuits and gravy comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to gold in ear, get pierced. Wrong. Um, so <laughs> for follow-up junction, I got a couple fun things choo, for you. Choo. Um, wh- I'll aboard the gravy train next stop. Follow-up junction. As you know, for the last two weeks in a row, we've talked about Demolition Man, the movie oh my Demolition God, dude. Man. A lot of our listeners have actually reached out and told us that they're really enjoying us talking about Demolition Man. I'm all about Demolition Man, bro. So, uh, as you know, we love Demolition Man trivia here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Chee-hoo. So, I got another Demolition Man trivia fact for you. You ready? Let's do it, bro. Okay, so, <clears throat> did you know... All right, this is this week's 
Demolition Man trivia. Onto biscuits. Did you know that Demolition Man got its name from a police song? No way. Yeah, there's a the police have a song called Demolition Man, and so that's that's not the that's not the one. Don't stand so close. But they have a song called Demolition Man, and then when they were doing the soundtrack for the movie, they got Sting to come re-record the song Demolition Man, and it's on the soundtrack for the movie. No. Yeah. Oh wow. Chuck, there is a lot of fun Demolition Man trivia, so we're going to get a lot of mileage out of this one. Mm. <laughs> um, did you hear that the singer from The Police just had surgery? No. Yeah, doctor said it was a sting operation. Oh, no. So that's three weeks in a row talking about Demolition Man and two weeks in a row making that sting joke. Today's show is proudly presented Remind me to do that joke next week. <laughs> Lindsey Graham's Graham Crackers. Lindsey Graham's Graham Crackers. They're rich, they're white, and they're salty. If you want the best crackers in your pantry, Lindsey Graham's in the closet. And also by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you, you need, need Sinise's. Uh, we also talked about that Russian spy whale last week. Yes. So it wasn't an orca. It turns out it was a beluga whale. Yes. That the Russians trained. I knew it was a beluga whale. We've <laughs> all seen the stock photography. So I, I found out something fun about this. Uh, the so the the it, Russian beluga whale defected. It remember? did. It defected. Yeah. We, <laughs> we all know about this. Okay. Even Russian Amazon whale, burning whale to the ground could disappear within our lifetime. But I am all about that beluga whale news of that defecting spy De- from Russia. Russia spy whales defecting from Russia. Now, well, imagine you're a whale up- defecting from Russia. How far do you got to go to be in waters where people can't eat you to make your sweet, sweet margarine? Right. I mean, you'd have to come all the way to America, I guess. Coming to America. Can't go to Japan, that's for sure. Mm. Although maybe they, you know. We have whale sanctuaries here. We are a whale sanctuary. So any Russian spy whales that are out there listening, just come down to Maui. Come to Hawaii. We will take care of you. We have whale foundations here that are set up just to take care of you guys. True believers of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, longtime listeners. True biscuitiers, right? True blue-blooded Americans uh-huh. know that I think whales whale are American. fake. <laughs> Only space whales are fake. No, I think that <laughs> whales are actually fake. I think we killed them all off, and the Hawaiian tourism uh, got together with Alaska, and we're like, hey, man, everyone, we don't want the mainland to have whale watching. I want that to be uh, a non-contiguous United States thing. So that's why and Hawaiian Tourism Board... Made the whales. whales. And you here's the thing. Here's irrefutable proof, Vincent Fodi, that whales are not real. Okay. Okay. And you can Google this, everybody. Okay. I want you to get the whole family around and Google this. Okay. Don't get your family involved in this. There's no recording on video of a whale ever giving birth. Mm. You ever been a whale watch, Vincent Fodi? Mm-hmm. Ten thousand whales come down here and give birth every year, and nobody's ever gotten a video. No of one's it? ever gotten that on video. Now, is that just because they do it at like ten thousand feet deep? No, it's not. In fact, the we reason get, they come to we Maui, gotta get James Cameron on this. Allegedly, it's because the water's <laughs> so shallow and there's no sharks, and it's a safe haven for them. All right, you want to hear a fun fact about the Russian spy whale? <sighs> If you believe in it, bro, they could just be like the CIA and they're planting this out. They're like, we have actual animals when it no, it's all fake. Well, birds are fake. Whales are fake. Vincent Fodi. Whether or not the whale is fake, I still have a fun trivia fact about it. All right. So the after, I should not have taken a Sedgerin and espresso. After this the is... after the whale defected, Chuck, it got found in um, Norwegian waters. Oh, 
no. off the coast of Norway. They eat and the most amount of whale margarine. And uh, in Norway, the uh, the Norwegian word for whale is vla, which is H V L A. No. So th- no. Since they knew it was a Russian spy whale, <laughs> they nicknamed the whale <laughs> Vladimir. <laughs> So <laughs> you, you know how much we love our portmanteau here on the show, Joe. Love it. So it's <laughs> bring the gravy boat into portmanteau. So a Russian whale in Norway, nicknamed Vladimir. Uh, this is the news we should be paying attention to, guys. Also, I found out somebody somebody emailed us and pointed out that the the slogan for the state of Pennsylvania is not "You've got a friend in Pennsylvania." <laughs> You've got a friend in Pennsylvania was actually like a tourism slogan that oh, they okay. came up with in the 80s. Yeah. Um, the the actual tourism story. <laughs> the actual slogan for Pennsylvania is virtue, liberty, independence. That's How, however, super lame. You've got a friend in Pennsylvania is a newfound glory song. Oh, well. Do you ever listen to newfound glory? Yeah. Do you remember being in high school? I do. And having feelings about stuff? I do. That was before I, you know. I was more. I was like the I starting line guy, and like the starting line. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they're from Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 All those, all those good emo. They bands toured all the way Tri-State from New Haven area. to Philadelphia, <laughs> and back again. <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Voice of gravy. Here in the studio kitchen today with Vince Fodi and Chuck Sauce. We were just discussing how I don't believe whales exist. Mm. And that QAnon yes, we may be it. trolling people. QAnon was the conspiracy all along. Whoa. Whoa. Which, of course, I always believe that there is a dark part of the government, baby, that is trying to plot against its own citizens and a power grab. And that a lot of the stuff we hear in the news is just misinformation or real information that they're blowing out of control to distractify us from the real things going on. I think QAnon was just uh, a scam to convince people to give money to somebody who is already a billionaire. You know what I'm surprised who hasn't gotten wrapped up into this is Cabela's. Because there's a lot of advertising for hunting gear and camo stuff on a lot of these, like, alt-right, dumb-dumb websites. You think it's going to become, like, Cubella? (laughs) Oh man! Or is it Kabbalah? Whoa! Whoa. Today's show is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Kate Hudson's perfume. <laughs> if you want to smell like the Hudson, the best way to lose a guy in ten days. Kate Hudson's perfume. Her perfumes are almost famous. <laughs> Today's show is also sponsored by Beethoven's Apartments. Now available for, for a lease. Um, Chuck, I've got um. Not not a full morning wood, but uh, just a sad I've, note. I've been there, bro. I've, <laughs> I've been there a couple of times. I've just got a, a little semi article for morning wood. Morning um, wood on BGR. So I don't know if you heard, but there's a lot of people have been sad lately over the loss of what some would consider uh, a sex symbol. An okay. Anim- an animated sex symbol. Not. Not not 100% (laughs) on board with you there, Bob. (laughs) Remember the movie Space Jam, Chuck? I know (laughs) about the Space Jams, okay? So if you've seen Space Jam, I'm sure you remember fondly Lola Bunny. Oh, Lordy Christ Almighty. Which gave young kids in the 90s everywhere strange feelings. Yeah, dude. Well, it turns out in the- Bunny got big old titties. I don't think she could fit down the rabbit hole. (laughs) 
Don't even say that, bro. Well, there's a don't lot of people. Don't even make rabbit hole jokes about animated bunnies. There's a lot of people that wanted to get into her rabbit hole. So the cancel culture. Cancel culture canceled sexy Lola Bunny because in the new Space Jam that's coming out with LeBron James, friends of the show LeBron James. Chew! Well, uh, I thought the movie came out like three years ago. <laughs> I think it was it was always supposed to come out, and now it's it's just it just keeps getting pushed. Aren't back. they gonna make a, like a new Tom Cruise Top Gun movie? I've been hearing about that for like a decade. It's it's just like a just like QAnon. They just keep pushing the date back oh, <laughs> on Space Jam. Well, anyway, Lola Bunny's still in the movie, but they have toned her down a lot, uh-huh. so she is no longer sexy. What, do they make her look like an athlete or something? They, or they, some sort of cartoon bunny? They just, they filled out her bottom a little more, and she's, mm. not, as, she's not as top-heavy as she was previously. I mean, not for nothing. If you're playing basketball, you probably got a nice booty. Yeah. And you're probably more like a B or a C cup. So, yeah. So, a lot of people in the, I guess, in the furry community and the hentai community. How are they <laughs> actually angry, or are they using this as a platform to say, look at me, look at me, I like weirdo stuff? I think they're, I think it's a little bit of both. I think oh, they're good just good for you, bro. I like weirdo stuff too. I think too. they're just <laughs> very upset. weirdos. But fortunately, you can still get your hands on old copies of the original Space Jam if, if you're looking oh, for some. You know who 40. she looks like? She looks like don't ruin this for me. You know, uh, Natalie Dormer. She played uh, Marjorie Tyrell in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's if Lola Bunny was a real person, that's who she would look like. Well, interesting. Think about it. <laughs> Anything else for Morningwood? No, that's about it. But I do have some cool biscuits and gravy news for you. Ooh, baby. Biscuits and or gravy news? Yeah. So Morningwood was presented by Matthew Broderick's Broderick Shaw's The Safest Way to Be on the Road with Matthew Broderick. Not available in Ireland, Chuck. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> uh, also, it's a subsidiary of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. Man, talk about people that were in movies and then sucked for a long time. Val Kilmer. Going to talk about him a little bit later. Wait, and are, you, are you disparaging Matthew Broderick? Yeah. What? It's almost like you've never seen the movie Godzilla. <laughs> Which ended like it was going to be a sequel, but it was so disastrous that they did not. Actually, what has Matthew Broderick been up to? Uh, not doing gay stuff with Nathan Lane. Biscuits and Gravy Show proudly presents Biscuits and or Gravy News. Biscuits and or Gravy News. On KKU, KKU 88.5, The Voice of Gravy. The Voice of Gravy. So you ready for some Biscuits and or Gravy News? Yeah, dude. Chuck, have you ever been driving along and you just get a you get a, a craving for a biscuit? More often than you can possibly conceive. What kind of biscuit breakfast sandwiches do you like? Okay, so all about it right now. Um, I really do like the chicken biscuit sandwich at McDonald's right now. I do. You know what? I haven't had it yet. But I gotta say, you can get the you can get the one with sausage and cheese for less money, and it's pretty darn tootin' root and good. Okay. What a sausage? It's cheaper than what? It's cheaper than the chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, a, a chicken biscuit breakfast. That's McDonald's sandwich, math. It does a, sound a, pretty a good. A slim flight slice of potato costs more than a cheeseburger. I don't get McDonald's math, but whatever. <laughs> Whatevs. Um, I don't understand McDonald's math. Either. I like my own biscuits. I really do like making drop biscuits. That's a uh, that's something I crave. Or uh, cat head biscuits. What's a cat head biscuit, bro? I think it's a biscuit that's made out of cat heads. All right. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Google cat head biscuits, a real mm. thing. Um, so sometimes you're you're driving along, you get a little craving for a biscuit sandwich, and what do you do? You pull into a McDonald's or something like that. Carl's Jr. got good biscuits. Well, a North Carolina man was driving along. He was on his way to work, and he got a, a craving for a, a morning biscuit breakfast sandwich. So what does he do? He pulls over. 
he pulls over into a place and orders a it was a uh, bacon egg and cheese biscuit sandwich. That's a true biscuit boy right there, bro. While he was in the store, he also decided to buy a scratch off. No way. And what happened? Turns out he ended up winning a quarter of a million dollars. Whoa. On that scratch off and he credits it to his lucky biscuit. Guys, nothing warms my heart more than a good old fashioned lucky biscuit story. Lucky biscuit story. <laughs> because who who hasn't experienced a lucky biscuit? A lucky biscuit here and there. Every That's time I eat a biscuit, I feel like about, I'm lucky, man. You know? So th- this is just the universe telling us, Chuck, when you get that craving for biscuits, you got to follow your heart. Got to follow your heart. When you get a craving for biscuits, that's the universe telling you that you have to follow that biscuit urge and quench that biscuit thirst, Chuck. You got to yeah, I got to. Because you never know. You you could be you could be one lucky biscuit away from $250,000. Going million dollars. That'll buy like a lot of biscuits. That'll buy a lot of biscuits. That's Chuck. a that's a big old biscuit to bite into, bro. That is a lucky biscuit, my friend. Man, North what a, Carolina. What a North Carolina. If anyone deserves a quarter million dollars, it's one of our biscuit boys in North Carolina. North Carolina. So it's nothing but lucky biscuits and racism. I want to live in a world where gravy is just as uh, as portable as biscuits, because gas stations have the Jimmy Dean hot biscuits, which mm. are sometimes edible. Uh, <laughs> they are sometimes edible. And we've ta- discussed that in other countries, they have more mashed potato and gravy machines, the mm-hmm. way that 7-Elevens has the cheese product <laughs> and chili product machines. Where was that? At? I think it was China, right? Where they had Thailand. Was it Thailand? Thailand where you yeah. press the button and like the mashed potatoes comes out. Yep. And then you press the button and it's like that sweet, sweet gravy. Mm. I just want like gra- like spam musubi or like hot dogs. And they should just have like a little shooter, like a four ounce thing of gravy to do. Yeah, it's like if you go to 7-Eleven, they have the pump that has the nacho cheese for the hot dogs. Yeah. And the chili. There's like a thing for the chili. Yep. You know, like why not a gravy? Why not? Why not a gravy dispenser? If they can turn that into like an energy drink, ooh, baby. But typically when I drink gravy, it is far from an energy drink. Mm. Well, (laughs) all this talking about biscuits has got me hungry. You want to do some gluttony club? Yeah, let's jump in a gluttony club, do a spoiler alert, and finish today's episode off with Chuck Stuff and Knowledge, Buffalo. But first, a word from our sponsors. Vince, take it away. (laughs) Today's show is presented in part by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. And listeners like you. And listeners like you. Thanks for tuning in, man. Also, Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines get decapitated with DiCaprio. Thanks for supporting community radio, public radio, just like us. We work really hard. We are broadcast journalists, Vincent Fodi, okay? Well, for something. We have an obligation to share (laughs) biscuit and or gravy news with the public, okay? Right, the lamestream media. Unopinionated, raw biscuit and gravy news. I can't tell you how many times I've watched TV and... Zero biscuit and or gravy news. No, commercials, it's, it's like they news. It's like they don't even care about biscuits and or gravy. <sighs> it's been cold lately. I've been fantasizing about doing drop biscuits, easy drop biscuit recipe, flour, butter, baking powder, boom, salt, pepper, roll it in a little nugs, drop it in a thing of broth, boil it on low for like eight minutes, just super low. I thought... A drop biscuit meant like when you right before you eat it, you drop it oh, on the no. ground. Which we have dogs, we know better. Well, right now I have four pounds of uh, grass-fed USDA prime stew meat 
Everything's Amazon really expensive. Amazon Prime, Stumi. And then I got, and it's from Whole Foods, so it is actually Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's funny. So I got like double expensive <laughs> names, but then I got like the cheapest cut of meat, and I put salt and pepper on it, and I had a couple sprigs of thyme and rosemary. Mm. I put that in a vacuum sealer, four pounds of it. How much rosemary do you have in your house at any given time? Uh, bushels. We have like a bushel a amount bu- of it. <laughs> a bushel? Like, yeah. Like I didn't if, even you ever know start... rosemary came in bushels. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's more. I gotta. I can barely put my hands around it. But it's herbs, herb packets. I got other yeah. herbs in it too. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got like the. Uh, yeah, I the... got a farmer's packet of herbs. I got like four That's bucks a, every week. The poultry pack. I tried growing in my backyard, and it's more expensive buying dirt and plastic buckets and watching things slowly die. Mm. So now I just buy it from people who do it professionally, and it's way better. I have uh, some basil growing out front of my house, oh, and i got to say, it's been doing very well. Oh, yeah? Mm. I mean, I, basil I, is pretty much a weed, so you don't much. really have to do too much to it. I just, some, I'm going to steal some basil just, from you. You just got to, like, water it every other day and make sure it's not sitting in direct sunlight all the time. Getting roasted. Yeah, exactly. That mm. hot Maui afternoon sun will really... Do a number on your basil. Heat can ruin a lot of things, especially meat, which is why I choose to do a lot of my cooking in a vacuum-sealed <laughs> bag in a water immersion. So you just set the jacuzzi adventure. You set your meat jacuzzi. Always ready with the meat jacuzzi. So beef is essentially toxic if it's below 120 degrees. So you set it to like a degree above that. Mm-hmm. You put it in the boiler. You go and party all day and do radio and get wasted. <laughs> and then... You come home, and then all I got to do to make stroganoff is boil my extra wide egg noodles. Got to use egg noodles for stroganoff, okay? You have to. Don't use any of that lame penne. Don't bring that spaghetti in here, bro. Hold on. Don't, I wouldn't call penne lame. I, would I just, like penne for a good Alfredo's, which I I would just say night. that penne is not the ideal noodle for a stroganoff. No. You want that wide egg noodle for stroganoff. Well, you have a pasta maker. Do you ever make your own egg noodles? Not anymore. It's pretty it's, much the same as regular pasta, except it just has a lot of eggs in it. Yeah. It has a higher percentage so of egg. to make your own pasta. I just don't bother anymore. I actually enjoy it. I know. It's very therapeutic, but <laughs> I have a small kitchen. It's, it's very cathartic. Me. Just get, get all your anger out on that pasta. So I used to make stroganoff with gravy, yo figure, and sour cream and mushrooms. Beef stroganoff. And I like to take, because I'm sous viding it, all that juices just stay in there percolating with all the herbs and the spices. Mm. So I pretty much make that and a splash of wine real quick. Sometimes no wine, because I guess it's technically beef bourguignon if you splash it into it. It's a beef stroganoff, but I like it both ways. But I used to be pretty simple. Gravy, sour cream, mushrooms, meat. Egg noodles. I used to hate cream of mushroom soup. Really? I know. I think I've always been a fan of cream of mushroom soup. If you toss it with real mushrooms and the drippings and, and you get a little bit of beef stock instead to dilute it a little bit, it comes out super good. How are so the prices on your beef stock? They're high. It's been going up Whole lately. Foods, and it's bone broth now, which is beef stock, <laughs> and it was too expensive, but it's going to taste good, so I'm not going to argue. But um, you have to you have to buy your beef stock low and sell high. Of course, <laughs> that's yeah. how that's how you win it's money like you on buy the beef stuff stock market. When Toys R Us was still in business full time, you could buy stuff at Toys R Us when it was on sale and return it and get like cash money back mm. for more. Remember when Rit, when Mitt Romney killed KB Toys? Yes, <laughs> that's a Christ. real story. Mitt Romney was, Hated was personally toys. responsible for the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mormons are allowed to have toys. So Joe Lieberman <laughs> is personally responsible for shutting down arcades. And getting rid of pinball? Yeah. Because, oh, Joe Lieberman. Yep. Was He's he, a pinball he grand wizard. 
Democrats are demons. Okay, let me talk about some of the food I've eaten recently. No one cares about you, Vince Fody. It's remember, about Chuck Thompson today. Remember last week when I told you I was I got that sweet baby Ray chicken sauce? Biscuiteers, gravy gals, if you never had any sweet baby Ray sauce, whether it's the honey barbecue, the original, you know what blows it out of the water? Everybody knows that sweet baby Ray's is my favorite barbecue sauce. And if you don't know, now you know, Biscuit. But then, a couple weeks ago, I was at Costco, and what do I see? Sweet Baby Ray's chicken sauce. And I'm sure it was in a, a very small bottle. It was in, like, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and it was it's like this bright orange flavor, and it looked exactly like the mystery sauce from Jack in the Box. Which I'm convinced Jack in the Box here does buy from Costco. Uh, probably. Because we're on the beautiful island of Maui in the Biscuit Bunker. KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. But all I can say is put that sauce on anything chicken, you won't go wrong. You put it on yeah. a chicken breast, a breaded chicken breast, maybe some chicken thighs. I like to take um, the, chi- the breaded chicken tenders that you get in the frozen bag. Pop that in the air fryer for like seven minutes. I'm a big air fryer man too. Get it nice and toasty, mm-hmm. and then put it on a bun. Slather it with some of that sweet baby raised chicken sauce. You're good to go, baby. I don't know long phase without buying frozen food. Very underrated, dude. You got good frozen food. Saves you so much time. Uh, there's some really good stuff at Costco, yeah. especially now that I, now that we both have air fryers, you can really like heat something up. Yep. Quickly, efficiently, and, and make it taste yummy. And it's not as greasy. Without being as much of a fire hazard as when I had that peanut oil. Thing. <laughs> I remember last week you were talking about the fact that you had um, you would like to take cauliflower and air fry it. All about it, man. And then put some hot sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Mm, that sounds so good. Or what I do but is dip it in some blue cheese. I do ranch powder. And then I some do hot paprika. Sauce. And I do oil, just a regular canola oil. Oh, okay. Make ranch a little powder. nice little soup with that and then toss that on that bad boy. Ooh, I also made a Lilikoi tart this week. Ooh. So not like a Lilikoi pie, but a Lilikoi tart, which is a tart crust is a little bit more like um, it's a little bit. It's not as flaky. It's like a pie crust. You've been watching the Great British Bake Off, dude. Right. And that's why I, I know you've been watching it. man. I made sure not I to have a episode. soggy bottom. No soggy bottom. But well, in the Great British Bake Off, they always love like anything that has um. Lilikoi in it, mm-hmm. or passion fruit. They're crazy about it. So if you're going to go in the Great British Bake Off, make something with Lilikoi in it. That's a great way to win over Paul and Mary. Mm-hmm. By the way, I showed Diana the Great British Bonk Off, <laughs> which is the porn version of nice. the Great British Bake Off. She didn't appreciate it on the same level that you and I appreciated it. Mm. But I made the Lilikoi tart, and that came out really nice. I have a smaller version that I made. I'll give you a slice of that after the show. Sweet. You and can your, take girlfriend that home to your girlfriend made love and tenderness and macarons. She made some, like, lemon-flavored macarons, French Sweet. macarons. They came out Sweet. really good. And another dessert thing that I made this week was chocolate-covered frozen bananas. Oh, yeah. Because there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. We've been watching a lot of Arrested Development. Speaking of which... Today's show is presented in a part by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. <laughs> Shake things up. Jeffrey hey Tambor's Tambourines. Hey now. And also by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. Oh, man, I've been rewatching Arrested Development lately. How yeah. is The Simpsons on? They just renewed it for two more seasons. How's it on for like two? It's been like 40 seasons. Arrested Development got three. The show is so good. Yeah, well, fortunately, they finally brought it back on Netflix like 10 years after it mm, went off the air. Right. That's like going back with an ex. Mm. Like, it's fun. Sexual time travel work. never works out. But, yeah, Arrested Development, really, <laughs> it's I, it was That's a funny. show that I loved so much when it was on TV. And then I, 
I forgot about it and I hadn't watched it in a while. And now that I went back and we're rewatching it, Diana's never seen it, so she's watching it for the first time. I'm like, the show is so good. Love it. You forget how good it is. And she had, Diana had also never had never uh, chocolate either. bananas, so I was like, we gotta make chocolate bananas and watch the rest of development. Oh, man. Here's a little trick. Since we're in Hawaii, I I did, instead of using peanuts on the outside, yeah, mac nuts. Ooh, Chuck, it is fantastic, man. So the trick is you gotta cut. I would love cut the some bananas. of your mac nut chocolate dip bananas, bro. You gotta get some uh, popsicle sticks. You mm-hmm. put the popsicle stick in the banana. Now I have a new story for and you, then bro. You freeze them, but you gotta then, do it after Gluttony Club. Remind me about bananas in like one minute. Okay, and so then you take the chocolate, you melt it down. I mean, it's so easy. Just take some chocolate, melt it down. Once the chocolate's melted and tempered. You dip the banana in there, and then dip it in the nuts. You're, you're good to go. Tempered? What are you watching <laughs> Forged in Fire, dude? <laughs> that, you have to quench the banana <laughs> when it's done. It's too hot. I go quench it in my mouth. He's going to get cracks in it. It's quenching my banana thirst. Anything else for Gluttony Club today before we move on to the next segment of the show? Um, No, but now uh, you have something to re- to talk to me about bananas for? <sighs> Thanks for reminding me. I almost, Let's go back to biscuits and or gravy news for banana news. <laughs> This news is bananas. We've talked about the KFC console here on the show before, right? Okay. How KFC is having something where you can put your food in it, play games, more like a computer system. Okay. Um, it seems like other companies are jumping on the food console console wars? wagon. <laughs> so PlayStation has uh, oh, they no. just this is hot off hot off the biscuit press, guys. PlayStation just released that. Remember when the PS four uh, came out? Yeah. You could wave, and there were games that you didn't need a controller. It would just automatically know where you were, yeah. and you could play games. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. We had it with the stick. PlayStation had it. No stick. It would just know your movements, right? Right. They've really honed that in, and it has me a little worried. Well, I worried. mean, you have to put up, like, a, like a camera or something. It wasn't just – it didn't just – Know where it was. <laughs> it didn't yeah. just know where so, you are at all times. It's not an PlayStation – who everyone, there's a big debate in the universe about what is a better controller, right? People say that the Xbox controller is more organ, uh, ergonomic. You would disagree. You're a PlayStation man, right? I think the PlayStation controller layout is the is pretty much the best controller layout. Oh, you don't think the N64 had one? You don't think the DS <laughs> had it? Well, guess what? PlayStation is now thinking any controller can be the best controller because they are released a patent this week that you can use a banana... <laughs> uh, I told you this story was bananas. A banana controller. A banana controller. So you put the banana, or here's the here's it, Vincent Fody. Everyone thinks you're in a KAKU eight eight point five. You could use any curved object, oh, no. five to six inches in length. Mm. And I'm leaning in so close to you, bro. Well, I'm way over the limit for that. Any <laughs> any object similar to a banana. You could just grab and like, like this recorder <laughs> and you could use as a remote. So it, it knows exactly where you're. It's so sensitive. It knows exactly where your fingers are. OK. Isn't this insane? Vincent Fody. That reminds me of the story about the guy who instead of using his thumbprint for his phone unlock ID, he used his penis. So he had to put his penis on the phone. To unlock Every it. time. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Here, let me give you my phone number. Sure. Zip. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> let me put it in. Right. So that was banana news Bana- on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Banana Nut News is brought to us by Christopher Waltz's Dance Studio. Do you want to tango like Django? You'll be an inglorious dancer at Christoph Waltz's Dance Studio. 
And listeners like you. <laughs> listeners like you. All right, let's get into my favorite part of the show, Jack. Spoiler alert a little on thing Biscuits I like to call and Gravy Show. Spoiler alert. So, Biscuits and Gravy, right? What is Biscuits and Gravy? What is What is, <laughs> what, is what have we gotten ourselves into today? Biscuits and Gravy is cooking and comedy. Watching, watching stuff, stuff on, on TV. TV. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits, Biscuits and, and Gravy. gravy. All right, so the first thing we should talk about for spoiler alert is WandaVision. On Disney Plus. It's starting to look like they're not going to do another season of WandaVision. That's it? That's yeah, so I mean the last episode they think was only called had a series story finale. to tell. Oh wow. So it might have been a pun on the fact that the show is like a show within a show. It could be. But it might also be a clue to the fact that they're not doing a season two of WandaVision. Oh. I think it was just going to be a mini series, and they're going to do that with a lot of other Marvel characters. I would say that it looks like Disney is just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. They're also doing a Falcon and the Winter Soldier mini series uh-huh. as well, in addition to the WandaVision. I think Groot's going to have a show. They're going to have all these little mini one I just time, had the biggest sour face. Like one season series. And I think Disney mm. Plus is just going to do a lot of like little one season miniseries for different Marvel characters, which I mean could work out good. It's definitely going to boost their their subscriber rate for Disney Plus. But I'll see if I can ruin one thing. If I can spoil one thing Please, for the end of ruin WandaVision, it for me, bro. I would say at the in the last episode, her and Agatha have a big fight, and uh, she wins, and she banishes Agatha to be stuck in her little TV world. Agatha Christie. Uh, Agatha Harkness. She's a witch within the Marvel Universe. And the Scarlet Witch, Wanda, she found out that she's the Scarlet Witch. We already kind of knew that she was the Scarlet Witch, but I don't think she knew what that really entailed. But it turns out the, the Scarlet Witch is like this big deal, and now she knows that she's embodying that Scarlet Witch role. Hmm. So, but it could be the end for WandaVision, but pro- not, it most not the end is. for this universe. Right, they're going to do a lot more stuff with that. And like I mentioned, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, which is coming out soon, which I thought it was really interesting. It was kind of like a finger in the face of... Are you saying that because I just picked my nose? No, I'm saying <laughs> it's kind of like an F.U. to Sean Penn. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> Remember, because there What were... happened to him? Because before, if you Googled the Falcon and the blank, it would be... The number one result would be The Falcon and the Snowman. Yes. The classic 1980s movie starring Sean Penn. Yeah. Which, did you ever see that movie? Do you know what it's about? He sells secrets to Right, it's actually based on a real story. Yeah. There was this guy who was like a dumb guy who also had a pet falcon, and he was friends with another dumb guy who sold cocaine, uh-huh. and they walked into like the Russian embassy and was like, we want to be Russian spies. And, and they're like, cool, we're going to take you for the ride of your life. They're like, um, the Russians were like, okay, here, <laughs> here's a camera, get out of here. <laughs> and they actually became Russian spies. And that's who's, the other, who's the other guy in it? Their nicknames were the Falcon and the Snowman. So, yeah. Um, who's the other guy in it? Besides Sean Penn? Yeah. I don't know. Some other guy. I forget. I All right, haven't seen the movie he, in a long was time. He, the other guy, Judge whatever? Judge Reinhold? Was it Judge Reinhold or it was, the, was it the guy from The Blacklist? James, James Spader? James Spader? It's one of those guys. I'm let's, telling you. Let's look up the Falcon and the Snow. I bet you two for three biscuits at McDonald's that it's one of those two guys. Sean Penn, dude, a lot of killer movies, and then he did I Am Sam. It's uh, Timothy Hutton. I was so off, I owe you two biscuits. You owe me two out of three biscuits. Who's Timothy Hutton? That was the other guy in it? That was the other other guy from Falcon and the Snowman, apparently. 
They get caught. The, the end scene is them with the Falcon and the cars pull up and they get him from the field. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming to Disney Plus. Soon. How is that an F you to him? I don't get it. Because they 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 specifically named their series something that was going to overshadow Sean Penn's classic movie, The Falcon and the Snowman. <laughs> because like I said, before, if you Googled The Falcon and the Blank, the number one thing that was going to come up is The Falcon and the Snowman. Yes. But now it's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Nobody mm. nobody even remembers The Falcon and the Snowman anymore, Chuck. <laughs> it almost seemed like they did it intentionally to screw oh, over man. Sean Penn. I feel bad for him. But now. we should never forget about Russian spies. It's like, why cocaine. did they? They could have named it anything. Now Russian they had to name it The Falcon the and the something. In the universe, bro. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. The government's like trading cocaine for money is our job. Shut it Sex, down. Sexy Russian Shut it down. Spies. Man, so I got a little thing for spoiler right here. What do you got? I'm pretty pumped right now. So as you know, I like HBO. I think it's fine quality programming. Right. As you know, I it's like. It's not TV. It's HBO. I like raunchy stuff. As you know, I like making fun of religions because they're a bunch of dum-dums. And right. guess what? A, a show that I thought was just going to end. They started filming again. Season two of The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, right. Yeah, Gemstones. dude. So I'm pretty pumped about that. <laughs> Yeah, I was excited when I read that they were going that they started right filming season two. A lot of good people. I love John Goodman. Love John Goodman. He's great in that. His weight fluctuates though the most amount. Yes, he does go up and down. He looks horrendous, and sometimes he looks so. And handsome. I just found out that that Roseanne show is still going too. Oh, the don't Connors. Understand Did we that. talk about that last week? That's like finding out your friend is still in high school. You're like, how is what? <laughs> like, wait, what? How? It's been like twenty years. What else? Let's see. The South Park one hour special. It's called the Vaccination Special. South Park with a Q. They spelled South Pretty Park with a Q. Excited about it. Uh, that's coming out. Oh well, it's going to come out. Probably the day that you're listening to this. It's it comes out today, dude. March 10th. Spoiler alert. Butters becomes a part of QAnon, not because he believes in it, but because he just wants to go outside. <laughs> I got a nice spoiler for alert for you later, or for right now, in fact, if you want to jump into it, Vincent Foti. Uh, what else you got? So <laughs> I uh, got my projector up the other day. Right. Got my projector up. I'm in my uh, my bed that adjusts. I'm in the zero gravity position. Okay. Okay. I go to rewatch the uh, '70s classic from Russia, Solaris. <laughs> right. I go on your HBO. Your for some reason on my projector, the HBO app doesn't have any sound, and I'm like, this is a long time for like a silent opening. Like I knew the opening of it was pretty quiet. <laughs> And there's a lot of dead, dead silence in the movie. Right. But I'm like, this is like too long. So I couldn't watch it. So then I went channel surfing on Netflix and I spent 20 minutes on Netflix. And I couldn't decide what I wanted. And then I saw a movie with Val Kilmer, Vincent D'Onofrio and Christopher Walken called Kill the Irishman. Hold on. You watched the a Vincent D'Onofrio movie last week that you talked about. Yeah, it's dude, it's uh, he, dude, I don't you, even, you're on some sort of Vincent D'Onofrio kick. I'm a, such a sadomasochist. I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't even like Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> I actually, quite frankly, Vincent Fody, I despise Vincent D'Onofrio. Why are you working your way through his IMDb page? Because I like Val <laughs> Kilmer, bro. And Val Kilmer was pudgy and cute and old in the movie. Mm. So the movie's about uh, Irish guys in Cleveland on like Erie. What was that Island of Dr. Moreau movie? Oh my God. Wasn't, wasn't don't he pudgy? Bring, don't bring up Island of Dr. Moreau on the show again. Wasn't Vincent he pudgy Fody. in that movie as well? No, he was still thin and handsome. Anyway. Oh, not Marlon Brando. No. <laughs> no. Who tried changing the direction of the story. He never read the script. Mm -mm. So he covered his hair in a lot of the scenes because he was like, you know what? 
I'm going to be half dolphin at the end of the movie. Anywho, so I'm watching <laughs> Kill the Irishman with Christopher Walken. KTI. Right? <laughs> the story went nowhere. It had a terrible soundtrack. And I hate that movie. You know what you should watch? If you have HBO, you should definitely be watching The Nick. I just finished watching season one this week. <laughs> yeah, and, and a little follow-up on that. Who stars in that movie? Uh, that would <laughs> or be, that TV show? That would be Clive Owen. Ugh. So, yes, The Nick, if you've never seen it, it's probably because you, like everybody else, does not have Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those shows that was in streaming limbo because it was uh, only available on Cinemax. And nobody has Cinemax. No one. Therefore, nobody saw it. No one. But it was actually a really good show. And now that HBO has acquired it, now you can watch it. And I got to say, it's pretty great. It's, it's about this guy who's like a surgeon around the turn of the century. Like a surgeon. And they're like, they're doing all these creative surgeries for the first time, trying to figure out how to save people. And it's like them making these medical discoveries. And um, Clive Owen is also addicted to cocaine. So he's like shooting. Love it. He's like shooting up cocaine all the time. What? And you can do that. There's lots of racism against black people. So. I guess some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, if you have Netflix, the Leah Ramini's Scientology show oh, right. is on Netflix now. So if you've never seen that, um, definitely watch that. If you don't know too What's much about it. What's it called? Clearwater? Or it's called Clear? No, that's the HBO documentary about oh, okay. Scientology. But she has one called Scientology in the Aftermath, oh. which just shows how Scientology has destroyed people's lives. So if you want to see adults crying, Watch Scientology in the Aftermath starring Leah Romini. It's devastating. And if you want to watch me crying, watch me watching Kill the Irishman. Her co-host on the show is the guy who was like the number two guy in Scientology for a long time. And then he finally left. But now he can't get his family out of Scientology because they're so brainwashed. They've turned against him. So he lost his family to Scientology and it was his own fault. So also the Mormons do that. If it's you leave rough. the if you leave Mormonism, your family doesn't talk you to you. You get shunned, yeah. Jehovah's right. Witnesses do that also. Jehovah's Witnesses, bro? Mm-hmm. Wow. It depends how serious they are about it though. Oh wow. I guess but God is just all knowing and benevolent. On a fun note, did you watch that movie Psycho Gorman? <laughs> no, I didn't. I should have <laughs> I, I should have watched that because it worked that would have worked on my projector. Instead, I wasted my time with Solaris. I don't know. And this dumb if, Val Kilmer movie. As of right now, don't tell anybody this, but the full movie is available on YouTube. Oh, no way. So before they catch that, you can go watch it. I downloaded it and I watched it. And I guess it's it's hard to explain. It's like it walks that very fine line between being like kitschy, but not trying to be kitschy and Ooh. campy. It's a very fine line to walk, but they've nailed it really well. And they did it on a micro budget. Uh, so if you it it's just came out last year actually so it's still relatively new micro movie. budget huh mm-hmm, micro budget <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning into the biscuits like and gravy show we're talking way, about micro budgets the way I would describe it would be if the band Guar directed the movie E T oh my god <laughs> I love it that's kind of what oh my god Gorman I love it would be about so if you're in the movie to watch like a kooky campy video uh, watch Psycho Gorman Psycho Gorman it's a it's a fun romp I love it. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We're sitting down in the studio kitchen with Vince Bodie and comedian Chuck Sauce. Studio kitchen. Coming up on the radio station, reggae music. And probably talking about how it flooded everywhere on island, except for where we live. Oh, I saw which that is video. Literally the desert. I saw that video. Yeah. Of where was that at? Was that in Wailuku? As haiku. Mostly. Haiku. Chihu. Uh, so there good, is goodbye uh, hippies. There are also videos of people seeing a paddleboarding in brown water. 
And I'm pissed because now I can't go snorkeling or scuba diving just for a, a couple weeks. Just a bunch of like dreadlocks floating away. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into our show. Thanks for supporting our show. Thanks for supporting free speech and free think radio. Okay. And thanks for fighting the good fight against the lizard people, the New World Order, the cabal. Thanks for educating yourself the prim and proper way with the biscuits and gravies help. The 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 bad New World Order, not the uh, Hulk Hogan. Not like the groovy. Not the Hollywood Hogan, WCW, NWO. Mm-hmm. And funding for the biscuits and gravy comes in part by an endowment from Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Biscuits and gravy wouldn't be possible without the help of Christopher Plummer's Plums, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. Ugh, I have had such a great Day, Vincent Bodie. Well, I can't believe it's time to wrap the show up. Nor can I, Chuck. But are you ready to get into one of my favorite parts of the show? Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is presented in part by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. Chew! And also Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings. The best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. God, kill for Buffalo Wings, I've been bro. watching so much Marvel Universe stuff. I watched both the uh, the two Thanos movies. <laughs> we also watched Civil War. What's so is, civil about war anyway? Uh, the whole Falcon Winter Soldier thing still has me puzzled because they're like the two worst Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> it's like whatever. who are the most boring Avengers? Fal- I don't know. Litter box. <laughs> 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 the two worst Avengers. It's the guy that killed Tony Stark's parents. Lame. And the black guy who can fly who's not Don Cheadle. Not Don Cheadle. <laughs> That's what they should have named the show. <laughs> not Don Cheadle. The black guy who can fly who's not Don Cheadle and the guy that killed Tony Stark's parents. That's oh, that's what they should rename the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Are you ready to get quizzical? Quizzical. Let's get quizzical. All right, so uh, Chuck's Stuff Knowledge <sighs> Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. If you have some trivia questions you want to send in to the show, email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And a special shout-out to all our listeners who give us tons of fan mail, some hate mail. I love it, too, bro. I'm naughty. I like being told how terrible I am. Right. And, and uh, for want... supporting us on Spotify, for spreading the good biscuit news. Thank okay? you for all those great comments that people uh, have left on Apple podcast. Yeah. Except for that one guy. You know who you are. <laughs> I thought this was going to be an interview with Tony Shalhoub. Instead, it was just two grainy voices yelling about lizard people. It was That guy was not happy that our podcast did not contain an interview with Tony Shalhoub. It was like pissed in Pittsburgh. And I was like, no one asked for it. All right. Our first question for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo comes from Jeff in Trent, New Jersey. Jeff wants to know, in the 90s, Ben Stein did oh commercials God. for what product? Ooh. Ben Stein did commercials for what products? It's not Visine. It's the other. Uh, Clear Eyes. That's correct. Yeah. I would have accepted eye drops. Oh. So I think you would have no. got it either way, but you get bonus points because Clear Eyes. For dry, tired eyes. He was in the cabinet for Nixon. Eyed. You know that? He was also, was he? Yeah, he was in Nixon's cabinet. Huh. Yeah. That's. I guess that's how he knows so much about Voodoo economics. <laughs> That's a uh, Ferris Bueller reference. For all you Ferris Bueller Which was originally a Reagan reference. All right. Our second question comes from Alyssa in San Diego, California. Alyssa wants to know, what does USB stand for? We all know USB. Thing you plug into your computer. Um, the thing you use to charge your USB. vibrator. USB. Let's see here. Universal. Yes. Um. Uh, 
stick bass. <laughs> Universal stick bass. I'm sorry, that's no. incorrect. It stands for Universal Serial Bus. Universal Serial Bus. Which Universal what? Serial Bus sounds like if you just had a bus that was driving around in space and people were just eating cereal. Oh, it's the man. Universal Serial Bus. I actually, they, like, just like a cereal bus that goes around your neighborhood <laughs> like, instead of an ice cream truck. <laughs> like an ice cream. <laughs> like, hey, baby, I'm going to get some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that song? That means I'm going to go get some Honey Nut Cheerios. Hey, baby, you know that thing that's really easy to store and super cheap? Well, we've made it inconvenient and expensive. <laughs> All right. Universal uh, Cereal Bus. Wow. Well, who knew? Our third question comes from Dana and Wailuku. Our third question is always, Dana! A, always a sports question because, oh. as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Oh, Lordy. What does NBA stand for? Dana wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> Dana wants to biscuit association. <laughs> you get you get points for that actually. Chee, chee, Dana chee. and Wailuku wants to know what golfer was recently in a major car crash. What famous golfer was recently in a major car crash? Ah, Tiger Woods. That is correct. Oh, wow, the only golfer I know that doesn't have a drink named after him. <laughs> Thank the Lord. I'm sure there's a Tiger Woods cocktail somewhere. <laughs> There was a golf tournament going on, and everybody was wearing the black pants and the red Nike shirt. Whoa. Because that was Tiger Woods' trademark. So oh, I they thought they were Proud Boys for a second. No, <laughs> no they, didn't, they didn't have any tiki torches also. Yeah. They were doing it uh, to stand with Tiger Woods, so yeah. um, they were giving their support I'll to Tiger Woods. I'll stand by uh, last, you. Last I heard, Tiger Woods is out of the hospital, and he's recuperating, so... Mm. We're sending our thoughts and prayers to you, Tiger Woods. <laughs> but you got two out of three, Chuck, and you know what they say. Stay tuned next week. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Where we talk more about Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. I've got some great Demolition Man trivia. This is just the tip of the iceberg, Chuck. So next week we'll have plenty more for you. And next week's episode is proudly presented in part by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center. For when your speech skills are a little rocky. And also by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality sh- crochet equipment. Hey, hey Chuck, Vince, are, are you, you looking, looking for quality, quality crochet, crochet equipment? equipment? Well, I've, I've got, got a name. name. <laughs> and <laughs> listeners <laughs> like you. And listeners like you. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU 88.5. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Vince Fodi. <laughs> He's Chuck Sauce. And what? we'll see you next week. Same biscuit place, same gravy time. And from me to you, hello. <laughs> see what I did there? They'll never know. Pull the old Gary Sinise. <laughs>